the number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. Welcome to another segment of UCW Radio, and this is your host, Lou, a.k.a. Falcon Co. Paris, and I want to thank all of our listeners again for tuning in and listening to uh, the UCW Radio Show and uh, connecting with our guests. We have some fantastic guests on the show, and I just want to thank you for that. And also, I need to let the sponsors know that the UCW Radio Show has opened its doors for sponsorship opportunities, sponsorship partnerships. So if you are a, uh, a marketer and you're looking to align with the UCW Radio Show, just go to UCW Magazine and find out how you can do it. In just a little while, we're going to have a young woman that has taken the mixed martial arts world by storm, but not in the way you think. It's not in the cage itself. She is a leader of the Extreme Team Girls of Cage Fighting Extreme. She's also a five-time fitness competition champion and an aspiring writer. So the notion that women in mixed martial arts that are not actually fighting in the uh, in the cage our um, Dizzy Ring Girls is thrown out the window with her. Now, before we bring her on the line, I have to give you some information. Listeners can actually call in with your questions or comments. Uh, we want to hear from you. So give us a jingle. The number is 323-952-4369. Give us a call and uh, just pose your questions or comments. You'll know who the guest will be on on a particular day. Just go to ucwmagazine.com and all the information is there. Uh, also, if you are on Twitter, then you can shoot me out some questions, comments, things of that nature too. You can tweet me. And if they're interesting enough, then we'll read them off to our guest. So make them interesting and make them frequent. Uh, my Twitter name is Luis Velasquez. That's L-O-U-I-S-V-E-L-A-Z-Q-U-E-Z. Follow me and tweet away. Now, without further ado, let's patch in the leader of the Cage Fighting Extreme Extreme Team Girls. Here is Linda Rose. Linda, it's great to have you on the show with us on the UCW radio show. Thanks for being with us uh, this evening. Well, hi, Lou. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited about it. Look, you're so chipper. I love that. Oh, man. We, <laughs> I like that because it puts me in a good mood, and that's always a good thing. Uh, we appreciate the time our guests put aside for us. Same as you. You're, you're busy. You have a lot of things going on. You have a big event going on on Saturday. And, Absolutely. Yeah, for a lot of people that don't know who Linda Rose is, she is the Extreme Teen Girls leader for Cage Fighting Extreme. Uh, you are a former fitness competitor. You're a five-time champion in that arena, earning your pro yes, card. Yeah, and you earned your pro card status in uh, 2005. And the one thing that scares me, and it got me a little, little on the nervous side when I spoke to you the other day, is that now you're learning Muay Thai, and uh, yeah, stay to, to that end of the arena, please. I don't, I don't need you causing any damage to me. Well, I'm not lethal yet, Lou, but uh, I'm getting there. I'm getting, getting there with. The I'm learning. <laughs> uh -huh, okay. <laughs> so there's so much more to you than meets the eye. People see you in the arena. They see you walking around. You're in shape. You look good. They're like, wow, hot girl. But there's more to you than they see. 
And, that's very and true. yeah, and that's a big plus for Cage Fighting Extreme. Uh, Linda Shields, she's the uh, I call her the uh, matriarch of mixed martial arts. She's putting a new spin on things, and you're a part of that whole deal. Uh, but what I like to do is talk about you for a little while before we get into that, and I think we should start at the beginning. Okay. Can, yeah. Can you tell us about your fitness competition days? I mean, first, how did you get into fitness? And competing. Well, for how did you get to fitness first, and then how did you get to your competing? Then we'll 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 roll that way. Well, it's a pretty interesting story. You know, I had always been very much into athletics and performing and dancing when I was younger. I took dance lessons my entire life, and um, you know, life goes on. I went to college. I got a job. I was working. I wasn't really doing anything fitness related, but it always been kind of a passion of mine that was sort of dormant, and. Suddenly, I got an opportunity to go see a bodybuilding show. A friend of mine was competing. Okay. And at that time, I had never been to a bodybuilding show, but I was, of course, interested in it. And I was like, you know what? I want to go see what this is about. So I went, and the first thing that happened was this amazing fitness competitor. She came on stage, and she started doing her routine to this great music and the light. She was jumping around, doing these strength moves. And all I remember was sitting there watching her, thinking, I, I need to know what she's doing because I want to do that. And I was telling the people that I was with who were sitting around me, I said, you know what, I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm going to get up on stage. I don't know what that is yet, but I'm going to find out and I'm going to do it. And they kind of looked at me like, yeah, okay, Linda. I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm serious. So I kind of, you know, I researched it a little bit, and I found out that one of the best coaches in the country is actually here in Massachusetts where I live. Um, her name is Kathy Savage, and um I met up with her, I started practicing, and I started competing, and uh, that was in 04, and by 05, I was um, competing a lot, and that's when I got my pro cards. Okay, so how many competitions uh, were you involved with, or in? Well, a, a lot. I think between 04 and 05, I competed, I don't know, somewhere between 16 and 18 times. Um, so wow! I, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And I wouldn't recommend it. It's a, it's a lot because I'll, I'll tell you, it takes a toll on your body to compete that much because of the constant dieting and the constant mm -hmm. training. But I was so passionate about it. You know, I loved it so much. And uh, I'll tell you, it felt so good. You know, when I finally got on that stage after after seeing it, finding out what it was, and and going after my goal and getting there, it was it was an amazing feeling. And I didn't even have to win. You know, I just I just needed to be there and do it to be happy. But then I started finding my success. Okay. You know, and I in in '05 I won every local show that I entered. Mm -hmm. I won all of the, my local shows, and then I went on to compete nationally with the same organization. Mm -hmm. And when I did that, I earned my pro card. I won the amateur division, and that same night they said, "Okay, you won your amateur division. You're now a pro. You get to compete with the pros." Oh, cool. And I did that, and I actually came in just shy of the top five that evening. Oh, so wow. I did but, pretty good. No, that 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 is great. And then, uh, what did you shelf um, competing at this point? Well, you know, I have a ton of other interests, and I was so successful in that that I I kind of put it aside for a while. But it's something that I fully intend on getting back into at some point. Um, right now, I you know I'm I'm doing the CFX thing. 
and I have a lot of other projects that are going on, so I haven't really been able to focus on it as much as I would like, okay. um, but it's always kind of there in the back of my mind, so at any moment, <laughs> I could be coming out of retirement. So. Yeah, and you saw doing yeah, we'll the 16th see. show, but you wouldn't recommend someone that's just getting involved in fitness competitions, you know, competing 10, 16, 15, whatever it is, times a year, would you? No, no, not really. I mean, that, that's pretty excessive. Like yeah. I said, I was really passionate about it. It was something that, you know, I was, I was kind of a one-track mind. But, you know, I would recommend doing a few, taking a break, and kind of, kind of learning from that. Because every show is a learning experience, especially your first few. And then taking what you've learned and, and putting that into your next show. What can I do better? What can I improve upon? What worked? What didn't? And take a break because, you know what, you can't train and diet like that. 12 months out of the year, it's way too much. No, you'll burn you out. To, you have to be able to enjoy life, too. Oh, yeah, you'll, you'll burn out. There's no way your body can sustain that, that, that type of dieting that uh, you do for a show. You know, whether True. you're a fitness competitor, a bodybuilder, and you have any anything, if you're dieting that strictly, your body can only sustain it for a little while. You know, And after a while, you burn out, and that can't happen. You know, but exactly. you're, you're, you're just a crazy person, so it worked that for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somehow it works. <laughs> <laughs> well, Linda, you, you're a professional, and for your benefit, we, we're not going to get into into what you do outside the cage. But, look, you're a smart girl. I know it. You know it. Everyone out there that knows you knows it. And you're not one of those ditzy type of ring girls you see walking around with the round two and then they're tripping on their <laughs> shoes type of thing, but they're just you know shaking their butt and they're, and they're, they're showing their their uh, their breastesis and that's what they're doing. You know you're not you're not doing that. That's not what uh, cage fighting extreme is about. You know um, that which is a big plus. But how did you get involved? in the sport in the first place? That's what I want to know. Well, again, it was a time in my life when, um, you know, I put a lot of the fitness stuff aside and I was working in my day job, which I, I still do. I work as a professional. I got a business suit every day and go to work. Um, and I got an email from, from an old friend and she said, you know what, there's this audition happening near you. I think you would be perfect for it. You should just go do it. And uh, it was for CFX. And in the back of my mind, it was like, you know, I'm not really sure if it's for me, but I know that at some point I want to come out of retirement for fitness, and this would be a good avenue for me to put myself out there in a similar type of environment where I'm there and I'm walking, I'm posing, I'm smiling in front of people. Mm -hmm. You know, so it would be good for my confidence. This could be maybe a segue into me getting back into the fitness shows. But never once did I really expect that CFX or Olivia Shields was going to say, hey, we want that girl. So I just went to the audition, and there were, you know, Beautiful girls, long-legged, gorgeous women there, and I'm looking around, going, "Okay, you know, I'm just gonna go out there and do my thing." Mm -hmm. You know, I'm only four foot nine. I don't know if you know that, Lou. I'm, I'm, I'm not your the long leg. <laughs> I, I, heard, I heard rumors about that, but I didn't want to bring it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know, I'm a little girl, and you know, there are these like typical, you know, what you would say is call American Beauty staring there mm -hmm. with me. And, you know, I, I'm pretty confident in what I do and, and myself, though. So I just went out there in the audition, and I and I just gave it my all. I was like, you know what? I'm just I'm just gonna play the role. I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna play the role. And I and they liked it. They picked me. So uh, I was like, okay, okay. So that's how I got involved with them and with the sport. Um, but, but, and I and I'm so glad that I did because I absolutely love it. It is so much fun. And I think because of my history with 
fitness and athletics, I really got into what the fighters are doing. And mm -hmm. I'm so fascinated by them because they are drawing upon so many different disciplines just to get in that cage. Like, they have to know jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, everything. And it's, it's such, it's so crazy to me that they're, they're utilizing so many art forms in order to, to actually fight in the cage. Right. Well, you're not going to get in that cage and do that stuff. Well, don't, don't, I, not as big. Yeah, <laughs> let, let's not even get into that because I can only handle so much during one interview. Thank you very much. Okay, that's a whole other story. Yeah. I do train with the fighters, believe it or not. I'm, I'm trying to learn what they're learning. Yeah, I, I know, and that's why I said, see, with your height and everything, yeah, you worry me because you know one wrong move and somebody's toast, and it's not going to be me. Let it be the next guy. But, 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 but Come on, Lou. yeah. Let, let me ask you because I think our listeners are interested in knowing this. You know, as I said, you're not one of those ditzy type of ring girls walking around uh, with the card. You know, you do a lot more than that during an event. Why don't you tell us what you do? Because I want our listeners to to really understand what it is that you do. That it's not what they see when they go to, and I'm gonna say it, it's not what they see when they go to a UFC event or something like that. You don't, you you don't, you're not just sitting there as a model walking around. There's more to it. So tell me what you do. Okay. Well, you know, all of, all of us girls we're very much involved in the process. Um, we, when there are promotions outside before the fights, we're there, we're working the promotions. We've gone, you know, with Linda and her crew and we've handed out flyers, we've talked to people about the show and really tried to educate them, not only about the show, but of MMA in general because a lot of people, you know, still think of it as just people getting in the cage and beating on each other. They don't really understand it. So we really have to know the sport in order to represent the sport. And, and also, you know, tomorrow, for instance, is our weigh-in event. I'll actually be at the weigh-ins, but I'm going to be working. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be prepping the fighters. I'm going to be talking to them. I'm going to get them ready for their interviews. I'm going to make sure that the evening flows right. When they check in, they got to get up. they got to do their face-off. So I'm going to be working that. So, I'm, so we're very hands-on. We're, we're, working, we're working as well as doing the cards. And, you know, even when we're doing the cards, it's, it's, of course, we're out there and people, people are looking at us. It. That's definitely part of it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the way that I look at it is, you know, for me, because I'm so excited about the fight, and I've, I've done five shows with CSX now, so I'm starting to get to know the crowd a little bit. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's kind of like I'm seeing a whole bunch of old friends that I haven't seen in a while, and they're there for the fights. I'm there, and mm -hmm. I'm up there just being like, hey, guys, you know, here I am again, and let's enjoy the fights together. So it's, it's kind of fun, and I, I make it personal, and I never take it too seriously. And I think, I think that that's why people respond to it so well because I'm I'm just up there and I'm I'm having a great time. Yeah, but that, and, that, and that's it, you know. But that's that's excellent because when you're at the event, you're doing. Let's say you're doing the weigh-in tomorrow. You're yeah. at there. The fighters are weighing in. You may be bringing them in. Say, okay, what can I do for you? This and that. And you're actually helping them. Give me a give me a jacket, whatever it is. You're doing whatever you need to do for the organization. You're not just exactly. another, you're not just another pretty face, just uh, hired to model around. And and uh, to me, that is something. Um, and I commend Linda Shields for doing that because having all the components of the organization working as a unit and everybody doing what they need to do is only going to help the organization to get better and better and better. And um, I totally agree. You know, the, the, the environment that Linda really has facilitated is, is, is like a, 
it's like a family environment. We're a team. We work together. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've talked to fighters. I've talked to Linda. I've talked to the staff. And we're all brainstorming about different ideas that we can utilize for the next show or what, what can we do differently. You know, and, and Linda's really great about getting feedback, giving us feedback. And um, we work as a team. We're, we're all in it together. So, yeah, I mean, we definitely have different roles. The fighters fight. You know, the extreme team girls were up there with the cards, but you know, we're involved in the process. Yeah, and everybody does, they do, they do their part to make the show um, something special for the fans when they come in. Even though when the fighters are in there, it's the real deal. It's not like it's a fixed event. They're, they're out there and they're doing their thing and uh, they're, they're, they're fighting with their heart because it's not about the uh, dollars and cents. It's for them that they're fighting for the glory of the battle. And, Absolutely. And, they, they certainly are. Yeah. And, you know, I, I relate to that too. You know, within my fitness, within the fitness industry, when I was competing, it was, it was all about the passion. It was all about the heart. Mm-hmm. You know, you do it because you love it, because you want to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I see that. And I, and I watch these guys when they train, you know, because I'm, I'm in that same school. I'm watching them. Mm-hmm. And you can see it in their eyes and you can hear it when you talk to them, how excited and passionate they are about it. Yeah. You know, and that's really exciting. Well, that, that, that's awesome. You know, you know what's funny is that, you know, you were in the fitness industry doing that, and a lot of people don't understand when you're an amateur and you're competing in, in bodybuilding, fitness, uh, MMA, things of that nature, you're not really getting paid, okay? And exactly. it, beca- it becomes a labor of love, you know. Um, a friend of mine, he is uh, he's producing a, a major show, and you might find this interesting. I just want to throw this in because I find it, uh, it kind of fits in here. But he has, um, he's going to have a bodybuilding, the first bodybuilding reality show called The Ultimate Body, and that's going to be on television and everything. And for the first time that I know of, an amateur has the ability of winning, you know, the whole event, and they get 50 grand. Not a bad deal. That's great. Yeah, not a bad deal. So there, you know, he's basically going out there promoting you know, pushing bodybuilding to another level, same way, you know, with Cage Effects, you guys are pushing, you know, the, the independent mixed martial mixed martial arts uh, part of it to another level, but I think that, you know, Cage Effects, uh, CFX uh, is not going to be independent for a long period of time, and uh, with the matriarch, and I, I'm not going to call her Linda anymore, I refuse to, that's it. She's a matriarch. Matriarch. Linda Shields is an amazing, amazing woman. Just watching her work and and learning from her and how she does this, it's it's just fascinating to me. You know the way that you know, and I'm cutting you off, and I'm sorry, Lou, but just just the way that that's okay. You can you 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 can you can do that because I'm not going to fight you. <laughs> that's right, and I know Muay Thai, so you should let me. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I had to throw that in there a little that, bit. That's but, okay. Uh, you can go with it. <laughs> But the way that the organization has grown in just a short amount of time, you know, mm-hmm. from December till now, it's just it's just blown up, you know, and and, and I, it, a lot of it is because of Linda and how she does this, mm-hmm. and it's really exciting. It's, it's really exciting to have seen that happen and to, and to be a part of it. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing when you can see something go from being born to actually, you know, crawling and walking and so on and so forth. You know, you guys packed about seventy five hundred people into an arena and you and you guys were still young you st- you're still young now in the industry I know but to, to it was go- unbelievable the crowd was it was the biggest we've had in New England yeah and that's huge yeah. that, that's and huge. we're the, one of the youngest organizations out there 
Yeah, and, you know, and I'm going to say this just for the record for anyone that's listening to the show that, you know, I'm, you know, with Cage FX, CFX doing what they're doing, I, I know just like anything else, success breeds jealousy out there, and you will have a lot of people, you know, trying to uh, knock the organization down. But I'm saying, and I have nothing to do with the organization, nothing whatsoever. This is my opinion that you guys have something great going on and honestly uh, the matriarch and, and the reason I keep calling her that because I am dubbing her that that's it and <laughs> so the matriarch is doing everything the right way the way it should be done the way a promotion should be done I don't care whether it's mixed martial arts I don't care if it's pro wrestling I don't care what it is promoting is promoting Man, women, man, woman, or child doesn't matter. Same premise, same, same standard, same premise uh, holds true of how you have to handle it. And she has done a fantastic job uh, in doing that. So I just wanted to say that because I know, uh, you know, when you're successful, it brings a lot of people saying X, Y, Z. Yeah, that's always the way it goes, mm -hmm. you know. And, I, and I've had several phone calls with Linda Shields, kind of, kind of going over that same thing. And I'm like, you know what? You know, you gotta take it all in stride. I mean, the thing about it is, the more successful you become, the more people want to tear you down. Mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate, but it's kind of a fact of life. It happens. Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, for us, where we've, you know, we've sort of surpassed some of these organizations that have been in New England for a while. Mm -hmm. And we're doing things that they have never done. And, and we're trying things that they've probably never even thought of. Yeah. And that's kind of, kind of hard for people to take I think you know we have there are other organizations in New England who are great and they're wonderful but I think a lot of people see what CFX is doing and, and now it's kind of like hmm yeah, you well. know but I, I feel like you know yeah there's some negativity towards us because of that mm -hmm. but it's only another sign that shows that we're, we're growing and we're going somewhere because if we want that wouldn't happen they wouldn't even talk about us they wouldn't care that that's you know, you're 100 percent so. right about that and i'm going to throw this in there as well and this is a great quote that i say to, to a lot of people that are successful and they do get beat down with xyz from different people and you know they get a lot of uh, comments and this and that uh, the long and short of it is this okay if you do you ever see the um the movie american gangster i have yeah okay great fantastic quote from there okay and when um oh i forget his name uh he said it to Denzel Washington. This is the quote. He said, you can be successful and have enemies or be unsuccessful and have a lot of friends. Which, mm -hmm. What do you yeah, want? Yeah. What do you want? That's the way it goes sometimes. That's a, yeah. that's a pretty accurate quote, yeah. I think, yeah. you know, in a lot of instances. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt, especially but, in the promoting game, you know. But, you know, she'll surpass that, and there's no doubt about it. But I, I think so, too. I think so, too. And, I, honestly, I'm you know, it's kind of it's it's not it's not good when you hear things like that, but it's almost a little flattering. I mean, we mm -hmm. see we see people doing sort of things that we've done after we do it, and sure. and it's kind of like you know what imitation is also the best form of flattery. So. Yeah, without a doubt. So let people follow yeah. you. Let people follow your lead. You know, you guys are are paving the way and the direction you should be because you know UFC didn't start out from uh, you know from nowhere. Okay, that was a long time in the making. They actually took all the blows when Semaphore Entertainment owned them. And then when Dana White came in and bought the organization, did all that stuff, you know, it wasn't an easy road. 
Okay, yeah, that's why I, I, I commend him. And does he have a right to be arrogant? You're damn right he does because he built something. Okay, and he and he and he fought the fight that people were afraid to to do when you had congressmen, when you had the Senate in different states saying, no, we can't have this uh, this cage fighting. It's no good. It's no good. And they were doing that for years. And I remember that. And I remember that so well. Now it's becoming accepted. Why? Because one man made a move and he pushed through. And now you have, exactly. a, you have affliction that popped up. Okay, great. That's that's money. They're getting money from I think uh, the Trump's son or something, his organization, whatever it is that he's involved with. That so yeah, they have money behind it. Great, it'll be successful. You guys are a grassroots organization. You're actually building it up and making it go where it needs to go and doing it with the right way with the right people. And I think that's well, thank fantastic. You, you know, and, and I you know I agree with with what your theory is. I mean, the road to success is never easy. You know, it's it's there's work along the way. It's not going to be smooth sailing. You're going to hit bumps. You're going to you're going to hit obstacles. You're going to meet people who are going to want to put obstacles in your way. Mm -hmm. And it's all about how you deal with that. You know, mm -hmm. how do you how do you move beyond that? You know, that. what do you do? Do you think out of the box? Do you stick to your old ways? Do you ignore what they're saying? You know, how do you deal with that? And and I th I think we're doing pretty good. Well, you I, know, I, for a young organization. I think you guys are doing fantastic. The the most important thing. And uh, if the matriarch is going to be listening to this late, I'm sure she's going to laugh that I keep calling her that, but that's the way it is. And, and maybe you know, I'm going to start calling her that. She's I, gonna I, love it. I, I think that everyone in, in, in CFX, and here, listen to me, call her the matriarch. Please do that. Everybody should just do that. Not Linda. Call her the matriarch, everybody. That's, you tell, and, and Lee Bean. I had him on the show yesterday, and uh, he's great. Isn't he great? He, he, he's I love Lee. Great guy, you know. He, uh, you know, smart guy. Uh, graduated from Brown. Uh, you know, you would think that he's a, he'd be a tree hugger, but he's a fighter, and that's interesting to me. <laughs> you know, so he's you know he's uh, he's competing on Saturday, and he's going uh, for the first uh, CFX heavyweight title. He certainly is, and he's five and zero, yeah, so he's well, got a great track record. I think, and, I think, uh, I think he, I think he's got it in the bag. And I told him that already. He says, "I hope." I said, "I'm telling you, you got it in the bag. You know, it, you, this, this is a done deal." But I don't, I don't want to shake you. Okay. You know, you never know. I, I, and I, I, told, I told him. I told him. I said, "He's one of my I favorite, said, favorite fighters. I think he's amazing." And he, yeah. you know, he, he always gets him right in the first round too, which kills me. I remember one day I talked to him and. Uh, he was he was contemplating doing I think two fights in one night and I said Lee don't you think that's a lot he's like well he's like mm, my fights don't last very long <laughs> okay, okay, that's true. but I'll tell you here's opponent now his opponent Jason Doloff um, who the last time he fought him was on April 25th mm -hmm. and Lee won and Jason I think has kind of a fire underneath him now because. He really wants this, Lou. Like, mm -hmm. he wants to beat Lee. Lee has already beaten him, and Jason's coming off a win, so mm -hmm. Jason's kind of high, and I, th I think he just has that fire. I think it's going to be a good fight. Mm -hmm. um, again, Lee's my favorite fighter in the world, so, of course, I, you know, I'm kind of partial to Lee, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if Jason puts up a really good fight this time. I think he really wants it, and when somebody has that fire in them that's pushing them, you know, this, this person already beat him. We already beat him. So he might, you know, he might surprise us. We'll see. Yeah, well, he, he might just do that. And the thing is, there's a lot more at stake this time around. This is not just a match, okay? You're talking about a, the first ever CFX title match. 
That's that's true. That's big that's stuff. True. I mean that that is that, and as Lee put it, that's a trivia question. Okay, and and that that's interesting because to have the, to be the first champion of an organization that is growing the way you guys are growing, you nothing right. nothing can he's take right. that away. Nothing can take that away from you. You know, once once he's done, that's it. You you I mean, he may you know lose it sometime down the road, but you know something, you you were the first one. You can you can say that, but number one on your shirt, number one, I was the first. Ah, uh -huh, you can't do anything about it. You know, and, and I, I can not, definitely see Lee being wearing that number one, absolutely. Yeah, well, he's he's just lucky I retired, but that's okay. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know but I, I think he, I think he's gonna do awesome on Saturday. Uh, you have a, you have I a, think so. Yeah, you have a, you know, a few more great matches uh, lined up. Uh, why don't you go to them? Actually, you know what? Before we do that, okay, I wanna I wanna talk about you for a minute. You know, okay. We, we, we kind of drifted sure. into CFX, and we went into that, and I didn't finish what I wanted to ask you because, uh, you know, you, you have some goals. You have some goals. I do. Okay. And you want to run a marathon? I absolutely do. Well, let me tell you about running a marathon, okay? It's <laughs> long, all right? And I, you want to hear, hear a funny story about a marathon? Yeah, uh, I do. I, I support the Christopher Reeve Foundation, right? So okay. I had, uh, I, I, I wanted to do something with them, anything to, to, to support them. Okay, so they had a sports thing, so I said, all right, I, I signed up for it. Okay, I didn't know what it was. You're going to be part of Team Reeve? I said, okay, I'll be part of Team Reeve. I'm ready to go. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. I figure maybe I'm going to do, uh, I, I'll do whatever. If I'm going to power lift, I'll do it. You want me to go and, and, and do something, I'll do it. Oh, uh, no, 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 I had no clue. No, until I get an email. Yeah, we we accepted you as part of Team Reeve. I'm like, cool, great. I'm I'm getting myself into shape. I'm doing cardio and everything. I'm I'm ready to go. Yeah, you're gonna run a marathon. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's a little bit long for me. <laughs> and how long did you have to prepare once you got this information? Oh, it wasn't long. And and unfortunately, I was I was gonna do it, and I was really training. I said I'm gonna get myself in shape to do it. And then I uh, I hurt my shoulder and I hurt my ankle. Uh, oh and, no! Yeah, and I said, you know what? There's no way I can do it. There's no way I can do it. You know, because if I if I start running, I'm gonna be uh, I'll be toast. So yeah, that's, that's, that's too bad. But yeah. you know, future reference: if you're gonna train for something, know what you're gonna be training for. Yeah, no, no joke. Because <laughs> there are a lot of different training styles out there. I actually worked as a professional uh, trainer as well, and you know, it depends on the sport. You know, you really you get to train for the sport. Sport specific yeah. training is is where it's at. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, next time kind of find out beforehand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I, I got to do that. But you know what? I was doing anything to try to help him, uh, but it was God's way of saying, hey, take it easy. I said, yes, yeah, sure. You're not ready for this, Lou. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't ready for that at all. But that's, but I, I maybe one day I'll do it. I, it's, it's great to hear that you have that type of goal. And, you know, all joking aside, you know, that is an accomplishment. Okay, to run a marathon. and Yeah, I think so, too. I think it'll be a really good feeling to complete one, you know. It's something that I think is going to be a challenge for me, and, and I'm always looking for a new a new challenge. Okay. So, well, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for it at some point. Uh, yeah, but that, that will be a challenge. But you know what? Hey, you know, here, tell the matriarch this. Maybe at some point in time, have Team CFX run a marathon. But not, not, not the fighters, because I don't know if that's going to happen. Great. <laughs> but maybe get some I of the. I don't know about that. It's kind of you know. Yeah, but maybe get some of the, the fans trainer. involved. Yeah, well, they can get you can get some of the fans involved, raise money for a charity. That's a good idea. 
actually, it's not a bad idea, especially, yeah. you know, raising money for the charity. I like that a lot. Yes, yeah, you know, I think, you know, and that's something that PFX does as well. We always have a charity that goes along with our events. Ah, cool. Great. Oh, do you, Risa? What, uh, well, t t talk about that. That's interesting. Actually, no, no, yeah. don't, don't, don't talk about that for a second. Okay, fine. <laughs> One of your goals is to write a book. Now, after, yes, after we is. talk about this, then we'll talk about that, but you want to write a book. I do. Okay, about what? You know, it's funny because every time I, I work on the book, it kind of changes direction. Um, but I really wanted to write a story, an, an inspirational story, um, that sort of lets people know that, you know, no, no matter what, if you're passionate about something and you think that you have the potential for it, you need to believe in yourself and you need to go for it. And it's all about taking that goal and owning it putting it in a place in your life where you say, I can attain that, even if it seems like it's slightly unattainable. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to write this, you know, first and foremost, with regard to my experiences with fitness. When I first looked at those competitions, I didn't think it was something that I could do. Mm -hmm. You know, I did have, I knew I had the background of dance. I knew I was athletic. I knew I was in shape. But I was like, you know what, I don't know. You know, I don't know if I can compete with those women. They're all tall. They're all blonder than me. They're beautiful, am I going to fit in? And had I kept up with that mindset, I probably wouldn't have done it, mm -hmm. you know, but I, I was like, you know what, I can, and I envisioned myself doing it, I envisioned myself winning my shows, and lo and behold, two years later, I did it, you know, and, and it's sort of a success story um, that 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 I, I, I want to share with the world, and, right. you know, it's, it, and it's not really only that one instance with the fitness bill, I, I really think that you can relate that to life in general. Yeah, no. You know, so I, I kind of want to write about that and inspire people, you know, and also, um, you know, it, you know, in regards to in life in general, a lot of people, you know, life is, you know, has a lot of ups and downs. You can be on top of the world one day and you can find yourself down that hill another day. And, you know, it's, it's in those times when you're down that you really have to believe that you can pull through and get out of that and achieve something great. You know, and without going into too much detail, I've definitely had those ups and downs in my life. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, I want people to kind of know my story. And I don't want to share it because I don't want to give it away too much. But, right. you know, it's, it's, it's something that's, that's personal to me that I feel like I've come out of kind of a pretty difficult place. And I've, and I've, I've come out pretty successful. And I'm, and I'm happy about that. And, and I'm nowhere near done. And that's why I have all these goals of things that I'd like to do. That's good. That's good. I like hearing that stuff because that stuff is inspirational, and our listeners, you know, just listen to. I mean, I love, I love these type of stories because our listeners they they need this. They they listen to the show. They they hear these inspirational stories that that, that we have, whether it be a Mr. Universe, whether it be uh, someone that. You know, I mean, Mr. Universe. We had Doug Burns, a diabetic, type one diabetic. We had him on the mm -hmm. show. Since seven years old, they 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 made it. They made it seem like he wouldn't be able to do anything. He became a Mister Universe. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing. He went from you a. Know, and I think it's because of the way. Probably a lot of it had to do with he believed. Yeah. That he could. Yeah. You know, like a lot of people will take something like that, a diagnosis, mm -hmm. a diagnosis like that, and be like, I can't, and they almost yeah. use it as a crutch. You know, like I can't because I have this, or I can't because of this. Mm -hmm. He he looked at it like, no, I can't. Yeah, and he went for it. You know, and, and it's amazing what people can accomplish. Exactly, you know, because yeah. they believe in themselves, and I and I think it's really important. 
Well, yeah, here goes there goes another thing, and then then we'll we'll talk about Cage Effects again. I just but the inspirational the, the inspirational stories are what intrigues me. That's what intrigues me. Okay, well, we had David Lyons on the phone. He's the producer of the Ultimate Body TV show. He's a guy that had that had MS at the age of forty six or forty seven, and wow. he and they said that he probably wouldn't walk again. He wouldn't be able to function. And you know what he did? At the age of 50, he competed in his first bodybuilding show. Proved him wrong. Yeah. I love it. I yeah. love stories like that. Yeah. And that is amazing. That's why he created the Ultimate Body TV show, and that's why he's doing that. And he's, he's trying to send a message out to the world, and I commend him for that. You know, you, you're familiar with Rich Gasparri, right? Yes. Yeah, he's he's one of the judges, and Bob Cicciarello, and and he has a few other guys. Uh, Marcia Prince is uh, on there too. So it's just an interesting story. That's why I I, I bring it up because you were told you were, you were going on the road of inspirational stories, and that is you know you're in line with that because everybody goes through their stuff, their challenges. You went through your challenges. You had your hurdles. You had your adversity. Whatever it may be, okay, it can exactly. be it can be a disease. It can be personal stuff, it can be finance, it can be, you know, losing family members, so on and so forth, a, a bad relationship, whatever it may be, these are hurdles, you get through it, that is, that shows the character of the person, too many people give up easily, and, I, and I'm happy to hear that you're looking to write a book, I want you to write a book, you send me an autographed copy, I want one, <laughs> I, want I will, one. I will, okay. you know, and I, and I know that there are a lot of stories, in there, and, I, and a lot has been written about this subject, but I really don't think that people can read enough of it because I think that there are a lot of people out there who need that. Sure. You know, they need to read things like that. They need to hear about it for themselves and, and really start to, in, you know, incorporate that into their own lives. No, without a doubt. People buy these self-help books and this and that. That's great. You're, you're doing that. And, and, and a particular one that I'm not going to talk about, but it was on Oprah and they had a big thing about it. You know, the bottom line is that's great. You're, you're looking at something, you, you, people's theories and thoughts. You know, I can sit and I can write a book and talk about all my positive thoughts and all my positive messages. That's fine. I can tell somebody the mindset, everything else. But you know something? Let me hear an inspirational story. That will help guide me to what where I want to be. Because to see somebody fight the fight and get through it, that's like, wow. And, right. And it's unfortunate that a lot of people, well, too many people, do not uh, take those inspirational stories and do not use it to their advantage. And, yeah, you go for it and you, you write that book because I think people need to hear that message. I think so, too. And, you know, it's, it's one of my projects that I, I kind of hold near to my heart. But who knows? You know, like I said, it keeps taking on different shapes and mm -hmm. it's so personal that, you know, it's just... It's, no way ready, but it will be, and and I I can't wait for that day. Yeah, you you'll get it all done. I I have no doubt in my mind that you will get it done. Now we're gonna shift gears and go back to CFX. Okay. Alrighty. Now you have the event going uh, happening on uh, this Saturday, September twelfth at six thirty at the Mansfield Sportsplex. See, I remembered that. Because That's great, the, Mayhem yeah, and Mansfield. Yeah, check me out. <laughs> and and the locals call it the Mplex. See, I'm not a local, so I call it the Mansfield Sportsplex. If I was a New Englander, maybe I would call it something else. But that's 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 what I do. I don't know. That's what I do. But uh, you're doing okay. Yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm hanging in there. All right. So why don't you tell us about the card and and what's going on? 
Um, well, you know, one of the biggest fights of the night that, that I'm personally really excited about is the Rick Hahn-Brandon Weaver fight. Mm-hmm. Um, Rick Hahn is, is another one of my favorite, favorite fighters. Um, he has, he's an expert in judo. He's a background judo. I believe he was in the Olympics with that. Um, if I, if I'm correct, um, I think. But, you know, watching him fight is always such a thrill. And he's also, I believe, undefeated. He's fighting Brandon Weaver, who is just like crazy with kicking and striking. So I think that this is a great match, and I honestly don't know how it's going to turn out. You know, I want to say it's going to be Rick, because again, he's one of my favorites, but um, anything could happen with this. And I, and I mm. think this is one, you know, a lot of times people before the fight will sort of say, we know who's got this, but I don't think anybody really knows with this one. So that's that's a very exciting fight. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm pretty excited about because you never know what's gonna happen when you get in the cage. Anything can exactly. happen. Exactly. Anything. You know, it's just like football. Any given Sunday, any team can lose to any team. Any any given fight, I don't care how much you're prepared. Uh, someone may be more prepared. You can lose, and that's the reality. Mm-hmm. You know, and and a lot of people think, well, he's a favorite. He's gonna win. You never know. You never know. So, what are the other matches that are going on? Uh, we have Sean Galano and Artie Mullen. Um, Sean, I've been, I've been dying to see fight. I haven't seen him fight since about mm, three ago. Probably another one that fought on April 25th that I haven't seen fight. So we're all excited for him. I, you know, I, I think, you know, when people hear that they're going to fight Sean Galano, they get a little scared. He's a big, big guy, really intimidating, um, and great at what he does. So that's, that's another big fight that I'm excited about. We already talked about Lee Bean and Jason Doloff. I mean, that's going to be a highlight of the night. Yes. We also have another fighter, Mike Gresh, who I don't think he's fought in a year, so he's sort of coming out of a semi-retirement. But there's a lot of buzz around him, and and again, I think he's gonna he's gonna give his opponent a run for the money. Okay. Uh, we have Chris Bag, who is another big, big, big guy, um, who has an opponent. His name is George, and that should be a pretty interesting one. I'm not sure what's gonna happen there, but. I know a lot about Chris. I don't know a lot about George. Um, but that should be interesting because Chris is tough. And I hope this guy, George, brings it because, um, you know, uh, Chris might just smush him, honestly, <laughs> is what I'm afraid of. And I don't want to say anything negative about another fighter, but I think I think Chris has this one. We'll see. Well, you, you may be surprised. Who knows? Maybe, maybe. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> and what else do you have going on? Are there any, you know, beyond the fights, uh, what happens before the fight? You know, the fights start at 6.30. Uh, anything happening before then for the fans, just, you know, just for the fans that are listening to the show? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's always a lot going on. We have vendors from, you know, they're selling either fight gear, we have food. I think Linda brought in a cart with cannolis and desserts one time. What cannolis? Um, we've, <laughs> yeah, oh can you imagine? We had, a big, we had a big stand that said cannolis, and I, of course, was dying for one the, the entire evening, but I did, really didn't think that, you know, walking around in my my little short shorts that I should be eating cannolis and, and cookies. So I uh, yeah, it wouldn't be a good look for you, not at all. <laughs> But believe me, I really, really wanted to. And uh, at the end of the night, I was like, you know, I promised myself I would get one, and then I just never got to it. Oh. <laughs> we certainly have lots of things like that. Okay. Um, we've had live music at our shows to entertain. Okay. Um, before the fights, a lot of times what I do and um, the other girls of, of the Extreme Team, and I should mention them, Jamie Lynn and Caroline Dorr, 
mm-hmm. um, we will be at the front, and as the fans walk in, we'll greet them. We'll be like, hey, welcome to the show. Welcome back. Good to see you again. Enjoy the fights. You know, we're, we're, we're there for them. Right. So mm-hmm. we're getting them excited and, and really just welcoming, welcoming them, okay. um, making sure that they're going to have a good night. So there's plenty of stuff that goes on at our at our last show, which was an outdoor event. We had fireworks. Mm-hmm. Fireworks, really? It was, a, it was a full-on fireworks display, like cool. the Fourth of July. It was pretty incredible. Pyro, I like it. Yeah. And that's kind of like what I what I like about or, our organization is we we do think out of the box. We try to do things that you wouldn't necessarily see at a show mm-hmm. because we want everybody to be entertained. You know, everybody's there for the fights, but. You know, when they're not going on, what else is happening? You know, what else is there? So, you know, we've definitely experimented with a lot of different forms of entertainment, and um, I, I think people really respond well to that. I don't know. Without a doubt, you give the fans something that uh, is going to entertain them and it's going to keep them interested. They're going to keep coming back. And what you guys are doing, as I said, the matriarch is going and if you guys better call it that, but the matriarch <laughs> is, is doing the right thing here and giving the fans what they want, entertainment. And that's what it comes down Absolutely. to, entertainment. Absolutely. You know? Like you say in the Rocky movie, when, when Apollo Creed came down with all the music and everything, all the hoopla and everything else, uh, it was entertaining for the people. You know, just in the movie, but it was entertaining to see, even if it was on the movie. You know, but to, to do stuff like that and to, to see it is, is, is pretty cool. Cause, it's cool. Uh, you know, it's, it's larger than life sometimes, yeah. you know. And, and even and even with us, you know, the, the Extreme Team Girls, when we're up there and we're with the cards, it's, you know, it's kind of like we're genuine, but it's it's like a role that we're playing. You know, we're we're just we're trying to entertain. You know, for instance, a lot of times when you see um, a girl holding a ring card, she's just walking around the cage. And for me, when I first did that, now Linda didn't tell us what we you know what she didn't want. She told us what she did want us to do, but she didn't tell me what I couldn't do. Right. So, you know, I got up my first time and I had the card, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to get kind of bored just holding this card. So I did a little spins, I did a little hip action, and the crowd really responded to it. So even with little things like that, like it's all about the entertainment value. Mm-hmm. Like what can, you know, I, I'm up here in front of all of the fans. What can I do to really get them motivated and excited about the fights? Mm-hmm. You know, so we're, we're on all levels thinking entertainment as well, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, that's just, you know, the, the sidebar though, really to the fight themselves because we have such great fighters and the fights are so intense, you know, mm-hmm. so it's getting all of that to work together. I think is what is key for us. Yes, we're we have the entertainment, but we have the quality fights as well. Well, at the end of the day, it comes down to what is in the ring, and you guys have some of the top fighters in New England there. And, and as I told the matriarch when I had her on the phone, that you know I don't think you guys are going to be regionally based uh, for much longer. But uh, you know, you know, you guys will do what you need to do as you move forward. Uh, I think this Saturday is going to be uh, an awesome event. Uh, just so you know, I'm not going to be there on Saturday, but I will be at your next event. Ha ha. Oh, November 14th. Um, Wonderful. Yeah, I, I will be there, and it should be interesting. And it uh, should be very interesting. But no, I'm not going to. You can come into the cage, the cage with me, and I'll practice my Muay Thai skills then. There, there you <laughs> go. I, I, I got some skills. I guess I, I got some skills myself, but I'm not going to get in there with you because you, know, you, cause, cause you, cause you can hit low. Okay. Come on, Lou. I need a lot of practice. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you know something? Now that you know that I have an ankle injury, I know what you're going to do. And I that, know exactly where I'm going to strike yeah, first. <laughs> yeah, and that's not good because that'll hurt. That's, that's not nice. 
Oh, oh come God. on. <laughs> I train with the fighters. I need to have an unfair advantage. Do you yeah. know how difficult that is? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know with these guys. You know, but this is, what, this is what they do for a living. Well, they don't do this for a living. Uh, they do it because they love it. Uh, they, they do. They do. They're incredible. They inspire me so much. Yeah. You these know, guys have regular jobs. To go in there and, and try to learn what they're learning. It's just, you know, to me it's so crazy because it doesn't come naturally to me. So. Yeah. But but you're working on it. You know, something I, and I pat you on the back for that as well because you're you're trying to, to, to learn something new. Okay, and exactly. that, you know, and that is, you know, I mean, you you have a competitive spirit, and that's fantastic. You know, that's the American way to go and fight and learn and and build, and that's exactly what you're doing. You want to write a book, you want to you want to run a marathon. God bless you. You'll you'll get it done. You're you're helping Cage FX, CFX, uh, uh, entertain the crowd, and you're you're bringing you're, you 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 have the same way the fighters have a fan base. You have a fan base. And that is I'm fantastic. getting one. It's, yeah. it's fun. It's fun. People recognize me and they call me by names by my name at the show. Yeah, and you know, make sure make sure on Saturday that they introduce her as a matriarch. I want to I want to see this video. <laughs> I, I do. I want to see the video. I have to see this. Now. Okay. <laughs> you know because how I mean, does Linda feel about this title? Have you have you explained to her that you you've named her that? No, <laughs> I told her that, and I, I really didn't ask her what she thought because I really don't care. You know, you don't care, do no, you? <laughs> no, because you know something. She's humble. Okay, and and she'll sit there, and she's the type of a woman that'll go out there and sweep the floor uh, after the event, and not think about. Um, not be one of these promoters that put themselves at a higher level. Say, well, I'm not going to do that. Let me let the uh, let the ring boy do it, or whatever the case may be. She's out no, there in the trenches. Is, she has she's hands on in all yeah. aspects and of that, the business, and that is what makes her uh, really good at what she does. Because she rolls up her sleeve. She's not afraid to get dirty. She's not on a pedestal. Uh, she's down there. Actually, you know, she does something which is interesting uh, at at an event. I guarantee you, and I didn't even ask you this, but I, I know, I know just from talking to her, that the fans, the fighters, the vendors, the sponsors, the extreme girls, everyone is there, right? But, but yeah. the most important person there is her. You want to know why? Because she's there to serve everyone, and that's what she does. And it's not... She is. And, and, she's the glue that holds everything together. Yeah, and that's it. And that's... And that's it's right. amazing to watch. It's amazing. It's amazing to watch her the day of the event. You know, you see her with her phone. There, it doesn't stop ringing, and there are people coming up to her asking her questions. And the way that she handles it, it's just, it's just truly remarkable. Because for one person to be handling that amount of data and that amount of people with all those questions, making it all run, it's, it's a phenomenal feat. Wow. And uh, she just takes it on, and, and she rocks it. You know, well, you know the that's thing, the best way I can describe it. She rocks it. Yeah, but she does a great job. The thing that amazes me is that uh, your local papers, your Boston Globe and all that stuff, have not picked up on the story. I think that is ridiculous um, because... I find that fascinating, too, because... Yeah. Well, I don't find it fascinating. I find it retarded because you have a local. You have a local that is doing something that no one's doing in the United States. You know, guys, you know, wake up. You have a story and a half. You, they have a story and a half. These, these journalists in the New England area, if you're listening to the show, you have a story and a half. Go with it. I think I think they'll pick up on it. I think they will. Yeah. It might take them a little time. I don't know why it's a little bit slow. I mean, it's definitely been slow um, in people kind of 
coming to Linda and, and really wanting to interview her and 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 write about it. And mm-hmm. I don't know why that is. Um, I you know I I can tell you that I know that mixed martial arts is a very male dominated industry. Mm-hmm. And um, but she she doesn't. Yeah, it could be that they just don't expect much from a woman. But let mm-hmm. me tell you. Linda is blowing them all out of the water. Mm-hmm. All of these men promoters, you know, not just in New England. Like mm-hmm. Linda is is doing it, and I, and I think that's fantastic. You well, know, it's, it's it's inspirational. Well, let me ask you a question. You know, she doesn't have like uh, some big zit on her face or something, right? <laughs> yeah, because absolutely not. <laughs> okay, so then I mean, because I would think that maybe that's scaring people away. I don't know, but as a matter of fact, you know. she's gorgeous. The woman is not only I know like amazing at what she does. She's and I know you've seen pictures. You've interviewed Linda. She's a beautiful, beautiful woman. Yeah, she she's definitely she's definitely the goods. And I think, as I said, I think that it's just a matter of time, as you said, that everyone's going to pick up on it. I just I'm just amazed that they haven't already. Uh, one show, two shows. I understand that this is your fifth show, sixth show. I mean, what what are they waiting for? You I know. don't know, Lou. I don't know, but well, you know what we, you know, you know, so so we anyway we had her on, and that's all I I can say. We had the matriarch of mixed martial <laughs> arts, Linda Shields, on this show, and we got we got you. We had Lee Bean, uh, which is, who's going to be the the, the next uh, CFX champion. I'm calling it now. <laughs> you're right. Okay, I, you're right. <laughs> I, we, we got we got Linda Rose, the extreme team girls leader. We got the we got the trifecta here on UCW Radio, and I love it. I love it. You're very lucky, Lou. Yeah, I am. I lo- I'm. I'm very lucky. Yeah, but I'm, I know I'm not going to be so lucky come November, right? I know. You, you, I don't know. I'm going to, you know, uh, speak up on you. Yeah. I, do I need a bodyguard? Because I, I may have to bring one. I don't know. You might. You might. <laughs> I might. You might. There, are, there are a lot of big guys there, though. You might be able to recruit one. Okay. I may. I may have to do that. I may have to do that. <laughs> All right, Linda. Listen, uh, we went over a lot of things. Uh, you have the event coming on, uh, coming up Saturday. Uh, can you just let our listeners know, give give them information as far as uh, the website, as far as your website, the Extreme Team Girls uh, website, and how they can get in touch with you guys, how they can, you know, maybe get an autograph from you, because I know you have fans out there that probably want autographs, so there are a lot of things there, so can you give that information so you can, so our listeners can reach out to CFX and the Extreme Team Girls and the Fighters and the whole nine yards? Absolutely. Um, our website is cagefx.com, and that has all of the information about our next fight, which is this Saturday, the 12th in Mansfield, Massachusetts. So again, that's cagefx.com. Um, you can contact through that website. Um, that actually goes to the administrators, but if it's a message for us that we get filtered down to myself, Caroline, or Jamie, um, and if you want an autograph, you can also go there and request one. Um, I have my own fan, fan page on MySpace, so you can find me on MySpace slash Linda Rose Fitness. That's my address. Okay. Um, and I always love to have new friends on there and to chat with and to see what I'm doing. Okay, cool. So there it is. All right, cool, cool. All right, we have a lot of information. And the and the event on Saturday, the uh, September 12th, starts at 6.30, the Mansfield Sportsplex, or the Amplex for the locals. The Amplex. And uh, uh, do, you, do you have a, a number for them that if um, – I guess if listeners wanted to call, they wanted to go there. Where? How, how did they get the tickets? You can get the tickets right from our website. If you go onto cagefx.com, mm-hmm. there's a link right there on the front page 
to buy tickets. Okay. Um, you can also email Linda at cagefx.com, um, and that's another way to communicate with us. But I would I would go to the website first for tickets because that's the main way to purchase them. Yeah, I think the matriarch right now is a little bit busy. So <laughs> She's very busy. Please go to the website. <laughs> yeah, go to the website. Do it Sorry, there. Or <laughs> so you can get in touch with the fighters if you know them, and and they probably yes, have the tickets. Yes, fighters have tickets as well. That they sell on their own. Yeah, yeah, they can go. You can go do that. Uh, But go go to cagefx.com, guys. And if you're in the New England area, if you love mixed martial arts, go to the event Mansfield Sportsplex, and uh, that's uh, starts at 6:30. Get there early. Meet the Extreme Team girls. They'll be out front. Meet Linda Rose. Bother her, Absolutely. please. I can't bother wait to meet everybody. <laughs> bother, but don't get too close because she will mess you up. Yeah, I get a pretty strong right hook right now, people. <laughs> yeah, so watch out. But you know, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, follow these fighters. You have some, you have some great local talent, and the beauty of uh, KJFX, they're not flying people in, guys. You know, you have local talent that is there. Support your local fighters. They need your support. You know, you you guys had an event. You you pack 7,500 people, actually close to 8,000 people in a venue. Yeah, just about. That's amazing. That's like WWE style. That's what Isn't you that amazing? Do. You got the people in there, and now you're growing. You're getting things done. Linda, thank you so much for being with us on the UCW radio show tonight. Uh, it's been great, inspirational. I, I love your story. Uh, this just shows there's more to the extreme team girls that meets the eye especially with Linda Rose but uh, guys definitely go to MySpace there's Linda Rose Fitness check her out follow her she's the goods Linda again thank you again and I, I want to have you back on the show down the road so we can talk more about your your, your fighting skills if you don't mind. Oh I'd love to I'd love to you'll you'll laugh a lot when I tell you my stories about fighting trust me. <laughs> no well I'll do it over the phone because that's where we're going now actually you know by I figure by November uh, maybe we'll do it face to face we'll see what happens but yeah I, I may have to chain you up to the chair so you don't try anything funny okay. <laughs> so I don't kick you. <laughs> yeah exactly there you go alright Linda thank you so much again uh CageFX.com, buy your tickets, Mansfield uh, Sportsplex in Massachusetts, go for it. CageFX is going to be a great, great, great show on Saturday. Right, I'm going to give you, I'm going to cut you off, Lou, and I'm going to yeah. give you one phone number for this. Oh, g- give the number. That's okay, what we want. Okay, here's the number. Ready? Go, go, go. <laughs> it's in Mansfield, Mansfield, Mplex, 31 Oxford Road, Mansfield, Mass. And for ticket info, go to 781-510-6000. Okay, that's seven eight one. Says seven seven eight one. Five one zero. Five one zero. Six thousand. Six thousand. I thought I was going to remember that, but you know that's why it has to be repeated a couple times because just like me, people uh, have brain farts, and that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, it's, it's one of those. It's one of those. All right, Linda. Again, thank you again, and uh, we want to hear what what's going to happen on the show on Saturday. And we're going to have the matriarch back on at some point in the near future. Have you back on, and uh, hopefully, we the next time I speak to Lee, it'll be having the. <laughs> Cage FX, the CFX heavyweight champion on the UCW radio show. And that's we about it. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's going to be there. That's about it. That's about it for uh, this uh, segment of uh, UCW radio. Again, cagefx.com. Buy your tickets. Get there. It's going to be a great show.
Mission Shuttle Sequence. What is your major malfunction? All that is be written. All that is be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, and I thank you.